I'd like to introduce our speaker for the morning, Kimberly. I can never pronounce the last name, so I'm not going to even try. When I first met Kimberly last year, she is the spiritual director uh, for the entire uh, conference of United Methodist Women. And all of us who are mission coordinated spiritual directors for our district had to take a workshop from her. And I thought, this lady is crazy. <laughs> She's literally crazy. She expects us to do all this? She is so passionate about what she does. And she gave us all these sheets of papers of things that she was doing everywhere. And I, I just, usually I don't feel overwhelmed. I just felt so overwhelmed. I thought, I can't do this. So anyway, she is so involved in the United Methodist Church at every level. She's on task force for the entire jurisdiction. She's in the conference. She's in her district. She's in her local church, working and working in all of those capacities. And she really, really loves the Bible. I mean, she has scriptures for everything she does. I don't know what she's going to do today. She might run all of you out of here. <laughs> but uh, anyway, she's an educator and a personal care our, I've forgotten what it is. Counsel, personal care counselor. And she's very involved in her Wesley United Methodist Church in Fresno. She lives in Chowchilla. And they came up and spent the night because that's a long drive. Uh, she and her partner have been together for 20 years. And that's her partner is still over there. And so I introduce you to Kimberly, the crazy lady. <laughs> How many of you would like that as your introduction? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it matches me. Happy Sunday, everyone. Happy Sunday. It is so great to be here on United Methodist Women Sunday. As Rosa said so eloquently, my name is Kimberly May Parento, like Chateau. Okay, you can thank my lovely wife for her amazingly French-Canadian hard-to-say last name, Kimberly Parento. I feel very blessed to be with you here today. Why am I here today? Well, you'll be glad to know I am not here to preach to you. Yay! And even though my biography mentions my love of teaching spiritual principles, I am not even here to teach to you today, even though I am a personal care consultant and educator, and that is what I get to do most of the time. I am here as a representative of the greater connection that the United Methodist Church has available to all of us. Hopefully, I can create some conversations between you and each other that lead to choices between you and the Lord about how we can better navigate through these current times in our churches and communities. I love the scriptures, as Rosa said, that your local United Methodist women chose to read today from Genesis. In Genesis 1.27, the Bible teaches us that God created humankind in God's image, all humankind. Amen? Amen. In Genesis 1.31, we heard that all creation is God's and very good and of itself. I also love the worship songs that your UMW ladies selected for this service. As I listened to the words and studied them before I came today and the song choices, it was clear there was a theme of seeking peace resonating throughout all of them. Listen as we continue the service for that resonating theme of peace. 
When I asked Rosa a little bit about her church that she loves, she told me all of the amazing things that are happening here, as well as some of the challenging things that you are experiencing. It was important for me to hear specifics about your church in order to go to the Lord in prayer and ask him to give to me what he would want you to receive as a gift today. Let us start with Psalm 23, one of the most well-known of the Psalms. It is often read to provide comfort and wisdom when we are seeking answers to tough questions. I would like to read to you from the voice translation, Psalm 23, 1 through 3. The Eternal is my shepherd. He cares for me always. He provides me rest in rich green fields beside streams of refreshing water. He soothes my fears. He makes me whole again, steering me off the worn, hard paths to roads where truth and righteousness echo his name. Amen to that? Amen. Amen. Each January, our California-Nevada Conference of United Methodist Women's Leadership Team meets to discuss the year's events. I am a new member on this team, and I enjoyed participating in the process of prayer and seeking the Lord's wisdom for the right choices for this challenging season in our denomination. Listening to the concerns shared from our churches, and especially our UMW sisters, we chose a theme. And the chain we chose for 2020 is, God refreshes my soul. The specific verse we chose to focus upon for all of this year is Psalm 23, 3, part A. Let me read that to you once more. He makes me whole again, steering me off the worn, hard paths. In the NIV, verse 23, 3A reads this way, He, God, refreshes my soul. Another verse that reminds us of God's renewing power during tough times is Jeremiah 31, 25. I will refresh the weary and satisfy the faint. Right now in our world, it can be so difficult to look at our local church, our own towns, the greater United Methodist, and Lord knows the nation, and see anything that is good, as the scriptures said earlier. It also is hard to feel peace or refreshed when it seems that everyone is divided on many issues that have to do with God and the Bible. People ask me all the time, Kimberly, how can you be so crazily positive when times are so hard? I do not see anything to be joyful about. How do you do that? This is what I like to say. It is just like driving a car on the freeway. I see everything that is happening in all the lanes around me, but I choose to only focus on what is happening right in front of me in my own lane. It is very easy during this time for us to get caught up in negative news and reviews instead of focusing on God's promises and keeping them in the front of our minds. Recently, I have been going through a season with the Lord where he has taken this lesson to a deeper level with me. Last year, I was diagnosed with rapidly growing cataracts. What that means is that in less than two years, both my eyes grew very large cataracts right in the center of my eyes. Like many other people living out their faith walk, I was serving the Lord, and then all of a sudden, my vision was being robbed from me quickly without me having any control over it. 
So the Lord and I embarked upon a journey to restore my vision. My first surgery just happened last November. The doctor projected my healing would take longer than most people due to prior LASIK eye surgeries I have had. Not to count on that two to three days of blurriness, but instead to look forward to two to three weeks of blurriness. Today, now 14 weeks later, my first eye is not completely clear or healed, but it is improving daily. I have needed to hold firm to my faith over these past several months, using my heavenly eyes when my natural eyes are not cooperating. Luckily, even though my vision is blurry, it's stabilized enough to have the next procedure scheduled. So just 12 days ago, surgery was completed on my second eye. As I continue to heal, I cling to prayer, scripture, and worship music to keep me grounded in Christ and focused on the plans for me. Several people in my life have expressed very loudly they feel it is unfair that I have not had the normal cataract surgery experience. Why should someone like me, full of faith, hope, and joy, who is actively serving the Lord, be subjected to less than wonderful results? My answer is very simple. I do not know why this is happening to me, but I do know the one who knows, and I trust him completely. We must always remember that God is here through it all, and he sees and understands things very differently than we do. As United Methodist Church members, we must choose to go out and do the same thing that God does for us, for other people. We must help refresh their souls and point them to the truth when they, like myself, cannot see clearly. In Philemon 1.7, we see it declared this way, Your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the Lord's people. In 1 Corinthians 16-18, to 18, it says, for they refreshed my spirit and yours also. Such men deserve recognition. As a family friend from Tennessee, Pastor Devin likes to say, God calls us to be believers and not to be understanders. Okay, let me say that again. We are called by the Lord to be believers and not usually understanders. Can we embrace the believing and just walk on in faith even when we feel we are walking blindly? Can we encourage others to do the same with us, linking arm in arm as we help each other through the worn, hard paths mentioned in Psalm 23? There are so many simple things we can do to help others on those paths. For example, inviting someone to have a meal with us and giving them this. I'm all about gifts. Be Just, Be Green, United Methodist Women's Silverware Pouch. This can start a meaningful dialogue about how we are doing our part to save the planet and protect the other good things that God referenced in our Genesis scriptures today. We can share this spiritual growth study book. It's called Finding Peace in an Anxious World. Do you know anybody in your life right now that needs some peace? This will be used for the Mission You study this summer. 
It is a great way to share a resource, spend some time with somebody else digging into God's word, and swapping stories about things that steal your peace and how you are learning to break that cycle. We can tell somebody the story we heard today at Davis United Methodist Church about Kimberly and her crazy cataract eyeballs to spark a conversation about having fortitude and moving forward with God even when we cannot clearly see the next step on the road. So I stand here before you today literally not able to see all of the amazing things that are happening here at Davis UMC, but I am declaring them as so anyway. I encourage you all to continue supporting the United Methodist Church as we move forward into 2020. I pray that God will richly bless UMC, specifically today, Davis UMC, for its faithfulness. Being here on this special day has surely been a gift to me. And now, before we continue the service, the Lord gave me one more gift to deliver to you today. On the seats or in the pews or handed by the ushers today, there was some handouts with the worship song titled, It Is Well. This song was brought to me during the time period between my two eye surgeries. It applies so strongly to what has happened to me physically, as well as to what is happening in our churches, in our communities, and our world today. In preparing for this visit, I felt the Lord strongly say for me to bring it to this church today. I pray it will encourage you as much as it continues to bless and strengthen me through this healing process. So for these next few minutes, I want you to please take a mental time out to receive from the Holy Spirit what it has for Davis United Methodist Church this morning. Can we agree to do that together? I can't hear you. Can we agree? Okay, great. Here we go. Please receive your gift. And you may read along. Grand earth has quaked before, moved by the sound of his voice. Seas that are shaken and stirred can be calmed and broken from my regard. And through it all, through it all, my eyes are on you. And through it all, through it all, it is well. And through it all, my eyes are on you, and it is well with me. And far be it for me to not believe, even when my eyes can't see. And this mountain that's in front of me, will be thrown into the midst of the sea. And through it all, through it all, my eyes are on you. And through it all, through it all, it is well, Lord. Through it all, 
my eyes are on you, and it is well, it is well. So let go my soul and trust in him, the waves and winds still know his name. So let go time boldly. It is well, it is well with my soul. And receive. And through it all, through it all, my eyes are on him. Through it all, through it all, it is well. people of God said, Amen.